Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. If you lost your ability to speak, how would you communicate? This is a question that I have been sitting deeply on this last week. Last Monday, my grandpa experienced a life-altering event, one that has left him unable to communicate fully through the use of words. Because of this, I have been diving deep into forms of nonverbal communication While my grandpa is unable to communicate right now using words, I am still so thankful that he has the ability to smile, to gesture towards us, to communicate in other ways, and I am just so thankful that he is still here with us today. He knows my face, he acknowledges when I speak to him, he smiles, and I know that he loves me, and he is able to communicate all of that without the use of words. Today's lesson is four ways to improve your communication and build trust with other through the use of nonverbal communication. Why is nonverbal communication so important? And what can it reveal about you and how you're feeling to the people that you are trying to communicate with? Well, it can show a lot It can tell a person you're communicating with whether or not you care, if you're being truthful, and how well you're listening. When your nonverbal signals match up with the words you're saying, they actually increase trust and clarity. And when they don't, this can generate tension, mistrust, and confusion. So by improving how you understand and use nonverbal communication in your day-to-day, you can express what you really mean and connect better with others. This will allow you to build stronger, more rewarding relationships. Are you ready? Let's go ahead and dive in to number one, eye contact. Your eyes can reveal so much about how you are feeling and how well you're listening. When you are engaged, what I like to call engaged eyes, it means that you are fully connected with that person. It shows that when you're communicating with someone, whether physically or on a video call, they can tell that you are listening to them simply because your eyes are focused on them. You're not looking away, seemingly distracted, or thinking about something else, looking away, you know, as you're thinking. Your engaged eyes can show that 
how well you're actually listening, which is huge. People don't want to just talk just to talk. They want to talk and be heard. And so by focusing and directing our eyes towards that person, it shows them we are listening. Now, I also said that your eyes can reveal feelings, and I've noticed this so big when I'm out and about and I'm wearing my mask, and I see someone, their eyes kind of like light up a little bit, and I can see that they are smiling underneath their mask, and it seems like they're happy or just showing kindness, and so your eyes can show a lot about trust. If you ever ask someone a question, and you know they give you an answer but then kind of look away as they do it it may make you feel like they're being dishonest with you if they can't look at you in the eyes and and you know make a truthful statement to you sometimes that's hard for you uh, hard for someone to do if they're going to lie to you about something So that's why eye contact is so huge when it comes to increasing trust and really demonstrating how well you are listening to someone. And I wanted to give you a couple tips as well, just in regards to, you know, communicating online. One of the big ways that we communicate online with each other these days is through making videos. And so one quick tip I have when it comes to making videos is to look directly at the camera. If you're making a video, don't look at your picture on the screen because then when you watch the video, it's going to it's going to show you looking down and then that person isn't going to feel connected to you because they aren't engaged with your eyes. So, if you're making videos, make sure to always look at the camera. That's my biggest tip for showing engagement with your eyes um, online. The second form of nonverbal communication is body language and gestures. Now, this one is one that we sometimes do unconsciously. And honestly, as I'm sitting here by myself recording this episode, I am talking with my hands. I don't know why. No one's here to see me. But sometimes this is something that we do unconsciously. We talk with our hands or we make different motions and gestures. So how do we get our body language to match what we are saying or to show that we are really listening. Well, one of the things, if we're on the listening, receiving end of someone during our communication, head nods, you know, making sure that they know that we are engaged in listening to them by acknowledging what they are saying. A simple head nod every once in a while lets them know that we are still engaged with what they are saying. Now, just with our engaged eyes, what body language looks like as well is that our our body is facing that other person we are communicating with. And so if we're on a video call, like I said, if you turn your body away, it shows that you're distracted. It shows that you are you are looking at something else. You've you've kind of slightly turned away and you've disengaged for that moment. And that's not going to make someone feel very good if they feel like you are not fully engaged with what they are trying to share with you. Now, if you are on the speaking end of things and you want to use your body language and your gestures to show off your confidence in something, that is huge because 
it shows it shows someone that you are really comfortable talking. If I was making a video and I had my arms kind of crossed in front of me or I was like slouched over a little bit and I just, you know, was a little bit timid, my shoulders were raised and I just looked tense. Whatever it is that I was talking about, that other person isn't really going to believe what I'm saying. And it's going to create that mistrust because that lack of confidence may not be in what I'm saying, but it is in my body language. And people are going to notice that. So always make sure that what you are saying is matched with what you are showing to them as well with your body language, with your gestures, and getting those to align is huge. So be very mindful of that and just try to bring more awareness to it if it's something that you are kind of doing unconsciously, okay? So your body language and your gestures can show a lot about your engagement. Next up is number three. And that is to develop your emotional awareness. What does that mean? Well, many of us are disconnected from our emotions, especially the really strong emotions like anger, sadness, and fear. And it's mostly because we've been taught to try to shut off those negative emotions. And while you can kind of deny or numb your feelings, you really can't eliminate them. They're still there and they're affecting your behavior. So by developing your emotional awareness and connecting with them, even the unpleasant emotions, you're going to gain greater control over how you think and act. To start developing your emotional awareness, you have to practice presence. And practicing presence, what does that mean? Well, Presence means focusing in on that present moment. So if you feel yourself starting to breathe heavy or tense up, that's going to exude and show someone that you are feeling a little anxious or stress. And that stress is going to carry, carry on and attach to them as well. And if that's the case, Even if you're saying, oh, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, yep, no, all good here. If someone can see that you are visually stressed just by and how you are carrying yourself or even just the energy surrounding you, they are going to pick up on those cues. And it's going to be really hard for them to want to connect with you if you are not being honest about your feelings. So practicing presence really means just bringing your awareness to your own emotions and identifying them and stating them. So one of the biggest things, like I said, is is to notice your breathing patterns or or breathing patterns of others. If someone, like I said, seems agitated or upset, their breathing is going to be intensified. They're going to be breathing a little heavier and more frequently as opposed to someone who is a little bit more like calm and collected. They're going to have a nice stable pattern of breath. So your breathing pattern really can can show so much about how someone is feeling on the inside and it may not have anything to do with what they are saying on the outside. So by developing your emotional awareness and starting to connect with your emotions regularly, 
throughout the day and doing little check-ins with yourself, you can start to understand your your nonverbal body language that is associated with your emotions. So when you start to notice yourself kind of like fidgeting around and, you know, doing certain things, you're going to be you're going to be able to identify that body motion and that body language with that emotion that you are feeling. And the more that you can do that, the more that you will be in better control of your emotions and being able to demonstrate and show someone or at least talk about your emotions when you're feeling a certain way. Because the really key key part to communication is just being really open and honest about your emotions and knowing that emotions don't last you know emotions are fleeting and they are constantly coming and going so just having that presence and that awareness to recognize how you're feeling is going to strengthen your communication with others by being open and honest about that next we have number four number four is something that many of you may think, uh, this one sounds a little weird, but it's often a really overlooked form of communication. And it's a way to build a deeper connection with someone, even from a distance, even when you're not physically speaking to them or, or looking at them. And that is visualization. How can we use visualization to improve your communication and build trust with someone? Let me explain a little bit. So I'm going to use the example of my grandpa. Right now, I am over 500 miles away from my grandpa, and I have been feeling a little helpless when it comes to my ability to communicate with him, you know, because if I were able to be with him in person right now, I could at least, you know, put my hand on him, give him a hug and, you know, just give him my love in in a very physical way. And I would be able to, you know, talk with him there as well. But there is another way to communicate with someone, even from a distance. And I'm able to do that by visualizing my grandpa. I like to visualize him. Right now, I'm focused on his healing. So I like to visualize him in like a nice white bubble, just like sending him lots of healing energy, seeing him strong, and just like really focusing in and sending all of my positive love that I want to communicate to him and just visualizing him receiving that and sending it out. We really are able to connect with each other on an energetic level. And I know this to be true because my mom, me, and my sister, sometimes all we have to do is just think about one another and then the phone rings. It's kind of weird. But I know that energy is a real thing. And this is something that you can do to really improve your communication, and your relationships with others. You know, if you have a friend that's having a hard time and, you know, you're busy in the middle of, you know, making dinner or doing something and you don't, you're not able to pick pick up the phone and call them and be on the phone, you can still communicate with them and you can do so by sending them your healing thoughts, your loving energy, and just sending them those positive 
those positive thoughts, that is a form of communication. And I really wanted to share that with you here because like I said, it's often overlooked and people people may not think that it's a real form of communication, but I say it is because I know that I can feel others, you know, love and support and I want others to be able to feel my love and support no matter where I am physically. So I wanted to share that with you as a way to help improve your communication and to help you build trust with others. Thank you so much for listening to four ways to improve your communication and build trust with others. I hope that discussing these forms of nonverbal communication will help strengthen and improve your relationships. Remember, it's so important to be emotionally aware and we do this through the practice of presence by identifying our emotions and making sure that what we are showing on the outside is matching up with what we are saying. This is the key to getting people to stay engaged, show them you're listening, and to really build a strong, lasting connection. As always, I am so thankful to have you here. Earlier this week, I sent out my first monthly love note. And basically, all that is is just a monthly newsletter that I send out to give you the behind the scenes of what's going on in real estate and, you know, all the things entrepreneurship. Right now, I'm in the final stages of editing my book. So, just all of the behind the scenes stuff. If you want a deeper way for us to stay connected, because I would love for you to also use this as a way to just respond to me, tell me what's going on in your life, and just really build our connection further. So if you want in on the monthly love notes sent to your inbox, I promise only once a month, then you can head to mappingthroughlife.com slash love. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.